Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Another edition, the weekly edition, the Sunday Slate edition of Monkey Night Fight. I'm your host, Bob Long. I'm always sitting here, uh, unless I'm really sick, and I haven't been sick all year, so yay me. Uh, on the other side of the glass is not Colby Conway. It is my friend um, who does a lot of stuff with Colby on the other side of the glass uh, during the week as well, but my good friend that always helps me out with my consistently uh, consistency report on Wednesday nights each week, Ron Rigney. Ron, how's it going, man? Thanks for doing, doing good. Get some, some big shoes to fill here. I felt like I yeah. should put on like a Davis Mills jersey just to try to feel a little bit normal filling in for our guy Colby here. But yeah, stoked to be here. Talk a little monkey night bite. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you for being here. Thanks for filling in. Uh, I know I'll be filling in for uh, Colby on your show, Consistently Cashing, which I haven't done in Wow, it's been a long time since I think I did a consistently cashing with you guys. Definitely haven't this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe last year when we did it uh, with Big Guy Fantasy Sports, but always fun to do. And I' very excited because I'll get to be part of the Voltron lineup. That's that's my most exciting time of the week. Uh, but let's get into Monkey Knife Fight. Uh, for those of you who may be coming into this late and you have not uh, set up your account at Monkey Knife Fight, please do so. Please set up an account. Uh, and then when you do, use promo code DOC at 100% match on your first $100. So you put in $100, they match $100, you now have $200. And then we're going to give you some great picks this week to help you win some more money here on DrRoto.com's Monkey Night Fight Sunday Slate Edition. So, Ron, I'm going to start it off. I dig the more or less, but I only do fantasy points because I have all this data for how consistently these players have been doing these, uh, you know, earning these fantasy points uh, based on the game scenario that they play. Uh, so I'm going to start. I got a couple of good games. I think there's potential for some high point values, um, but maybe not. So here's what we're going to go with. So first one up, Arizona at Detroit. We got Kyler Murray and they're putting his line at 23 and a half fantasy points and Jared Goff at a mere 13 and a half fantasy points. So, you know, the first off, when anybody ever thinks of Detroit, if you've got a guy that's going against Detroit, you automatically go, oh, bad defense, going to give up a lot of points. So you definitely would be looking at the more. But this may surprise you, Ron, and I don't know if you know this. Detroit is in the top 10 and giving up the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks through week 15 or week 14 so far. Does that shock you? I, I kind of had an idea that they were a little bit better than what we might think. And I, I say this anytime I mention Detroit in an article, you know, I know that I know you're going to tell me one of the reasons that that's, that's happening, but also <laughs> I'm going to tell you two reasons. <laughs> well, one, one I want to throw out there though, too, is I I'm I've seen Detroit play a couple times and for having a roster that is devoid of talent, most places, Dan Campbell does have them playing hard, which is something you got to yeah. take your hat off to for sure. Especially when you're one sure. 11 and one or whatever they are. Right. Right. So there's two reasons why Detroit's giving up the 10th fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. Number one, they're practically dead last in giving up points against running backs. So nobody, they can't stop the run. So people run and run and run some more. The other reason why they don't give a lot of, a lot of fantasy points to quarterbacks or the other team is because their offense sucks. So they don't score enough. 
to force the other team to throw the ball because they're running the ball down their throats. They're scoring two or three touchdowns, kicking some field goals, and they're up 24 to 7. They don't need to throw the ball a lot. Therefore, um, you know, I'm looking at that going, okay. Now, Murray has historically averaged 20.31 fantasy points per game against a good defense uh, on the road, and he's only 67% consistent. Now, if it was if it was truly a good defense, like Detroit or Denver or Carolina or Buffalo, I'd be probably like, okay, it's you know, it's close enough that maybe I won't take the less. But I'm gonna take the less, and here's why. I think James Conner's gonna go crazy against this team, score a bunch of touchdowns. Uh, Chase Edmonds could play this week; he could score. I just don't think Kyler Murray's gonna throw the ball a lot. And 23 and a half points is a pretty substantial amount to hit. Um, he's got to throw some touchdowns, which he threw zero last week, even though they scored a ton of points. So I feel like he's going to have a similar game. So I'm going to take the less at 23 and a half fantasy points for Kyler Murray. Jared Goff, Arizona is also ranked in the top 10 in giving up fantasy points uh, to quarterbacks. They're actually ranked fifth. Now, they deserve to be ranked fifth because they do have a good defense, a good defensive line. Um, Goff, as you would expect, sucks at home versus a good defense. He's only averaging 9.2 fantasy points per game with 0% consistency. So I'm going to take the less on both. Any uh, thoughts, agree, disagree? What's your thoughts? I mean, the, the way you preface this is this looks like a super, super boring game. Not that we wouldn't have thought Could that be. anyway. But we saw James Conner go off against a good defense last week right. against the Rams. And, and like you said, he's been a touchdown machine. So I don't really see a need, especially if you have, Chase Edmonds coming back, and you've got two capable guys that you can just hand the ball off to after you get a lead. Right. There'll be a little bit of fantasy goodness there for Kyler Murray, but I, I'm with you on both. I don't really, right. yeah. Why, why, why put him out there, drop him back to pass if you don't really need to, especially if you can run the ball as easily as you can against Detroit. Right. And one other thing I forgot to bring up is DeAndre Hopkins isn't playing, mm -hmm. so now you're relying on big numbers from Christian Kirk, AJ Green, maybe Zach Ertz, Rondale Moore Again. possibly as well. Yeah, so again, I could see maybe a touchdown or two short, but I just don't see him putting up 300 yards and two touchdowns, which is mm -hmm. kind of what you need to get to that 23 and a half points. So, okay, let's move on. So, in honor of Colby, since he's not here this week, Ron, I'm giving you the honor and the privilege to present his touchdown dance that's in the article this week. This is his personal favorite. He loves playing this every week, he does very well at it. So, what uh, is what are the three picks you have for the touchdown dance slate for the early edition? Okay, like you said, he's going with the early slate, and the first guy that he's got on the board is Zeke Elliott. Been a little underwhelming as of late. Got the bulky knee a little bit. I don't know Tony Pollard's status coming into this this week. He, I know he's got a torn plantar fascia. For a running back that does a lot of uh, east-west type cuts that's not a good sign so he could right. be a little bit limited so that could lead to a lot more opportunities for Zeke to hit this uh Giants have allowed 10 rushing touchdowns uh this season Elliot you know he's if he's in there he's going to be the guy so he's he's the first pick here to see and, and Colby's predicting you know he's going to get in there and he did it twice against them already so we'll see what happens we know the Giants aren't very good on defense either right Second one, guy that we've already kind of mentioned here, you know, is the reason that you're not going to get that. You're going to go with the less for Kyler Murray, and that's because you're going to get all these touchdowns for James Conner. 
we know even if Chase Edmonds comes back that Connor's still going to be the lead dog there. I, although I do feel Edmonds is going to be very useful if he comes back. But we know that he's, he's scored a ton of touchdowns. I don't think we need to go into it too much. And you kind of made the argument for, for James Connor against that weak Detroit rushing defense. So it's going to be a big week for him. And then last but not least, and this is one you got to watch too, because, and I want to throw this out here too, especially with a lot of things we're doing here and that we're going to be doing in the consistently pot, consistently cash and pod. Keep an eye on this COVID situation, ladies and gentlemen. So J- Jalen Waddle is the last one here against the Jets, and I'm right there with him. Jalen Waddle is a target machine. He's in, in, in even when, when Tua's in there, Tua's looking for him early and often. You know he's going to get the ball. It's just you want him to get in the end zone. Jets have allowed 11 touchdowns to wide receivers this season. And obviously, he is the lead dog in Miami. We, you know, Devontae Parker, we haven't seen him for a long time. Will Fuller has, has fallen off the face of the earth. So it's, it's, it's going to be Jalen Waddle early and often, and, and he's going to get you that touchdown. So you got Zeke Elliott, you got James Conner, and you got Jalen Waddle for that early slate touchdown dance. Yeah, and let's hope everybody stays healthy and stays away from everybody who's not. <laughs> That's the key. Yes. Because they are dropping like flies in Cleveland. Uh, as I mentioned to you a little bit earlier, they've lost Baker now, and now they've lost uh, backup quarterback. I just Case Keenum. Right yeah, Case Keenum. So now they're down to Nick Mullins. I didn't even know they had Nick Mullins. How's that? Well, I, I will say, though, Nick Mullins had a couple of – Yeah, I was going to say, he's – that's and, not and, a terrible as, as a third niner, string. Yeah. That's, that's not a terrible game. third string. But either way, it's going to be an ugly game for the Browns this week. And the, the funny thing was, I was supposed to go to that game until they moved it to Saturday. Um, so yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, because my friend, uh, my daughter's boyfriend, his buddy works for the Raiders. Remember this? And uh, so the Raiders are coming to town. So he was coming in town. We were all going to go to the game. Uh, we weren't going to get free tickets, but we were going to get good tickets for less expensive. Anyway, uh, and it was supposed to be on Sunday. And then they moved it to Saturday. Well, Saturday is my annual Christmas party at my house uh, for all my friends and family. And they schedule the game during the party. So isn't that nice? So, so anyway, so I'm not going. Uh, and now I'm okay with that because <laughs> I don't think yeah. I would have went, went, went to go. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so let's move on to our last one here uh, for the show. Um, this one I'm going to go to the Atlanta-San Francisco game, and I'm going to go to the wide receiver position. Um, this one has got Debo Samuels at 16.5 fantasy points and Russell Gage at 12 and a half. Um, Samuel, of course, has had an amazing season, uh, but just recently hurt. he kind of injured his groin, uh, and his production was down last week. He only scored 13 points. Um, but the amazing thing was um, that of those 13 points, really it was because he rushed for a touchdown. Um, he actually only had one catch for 22 yards, but he ran the ball eight times for 37 yards because Elijah Mitchell's out. Uh, so they're letting him run the ball more, um, which as I was looking at his year to date game log, do you realize that Debo Samuel has more rushing touchdowns than he has receiving touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Six versus five. And I think I saw a graphic earlier. He's got more than I know the two names I saw on the list. Of course, he's got more than Christian McCaffrey. I think right. you and I are pretty close to eclipsing that total. Right, uh, but he's also got more than Antonio Gibson, and there was a couple other names on there that I was pretty surprised at. But yeah, yeah. if they give him the ball, I mean that dude's a threat to score from anywhere on the field. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, needless to say, um, I am going with the 
But, you know, like I said, I'm a little bit concerned. His historical numbers say to take the more, uh, but I'm going to take the less just because I just kind of feel like they're playing Atlanta. I think they're going to win this game pretty easily. Elijah Mitchell should be back. I don't think he's going to run the ball as much. Obviously, only had one catch for 22 yards. Uh, you know, San Francisco still did did the job last week and won. So I'm going to go with the less on this one. It's a tough one. It's really a close one. Uh, but I feel like they're still limiting him a little bit. Um, and so I th- feel like he, he may not hit that 16 and a half fantasy points. Um, Russell Gage, you know, obviously the 49ers defense has continued to get better now that they're 100% healthy. They are much better than their average status shows. They're ranked 16th and giving up fantasy points to receivers. Uh, Gage has only averaged 9.1 fantasy points per game, 50% consistency during those games against an average defense. So I'm going to take the less there. Your thoughts? I, I think that's a solid call with Samuel. And, and the one thing you got to think about with that groin injury, you know, if, if he's going to be rushing the ball. He's going to be doing hopefully a lot more north-south running. When you're making breaks on routes and coming in mm-hmm. and out of routes and and, and at that groin, yeah, we don't know how bad it is, but that's going to definitely affect that. So I think he could see a few more rushing attempts, which I think is going to – he might get in the end zone, but I think that might limit the limit the, the total overall points a little bit. And, you know, we've seen Russell Gage kind of tease us a little bit after we left him for dead a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, this is one of those games that I, I probably won't have a lot of exposure to in DFS either. I just – there's a lot of stuff here I just don't really know exactly what I'm going to get out of it. Right, right, definitely. All right, so there's your Monkey Knife Fight picks for the week. Ron, thanks for uh, joining in on this one uh, as Colby is uh, relaxing with uh, his uh, misses on their kind of belated honeymoon. They didn't get to take one due to COVID last year, so glad that they're enjoying themselves. So, Ron, why don't you tell everybody where you're at, uh, what you're doing, and uh, where they can find you on Twitter. At the Real Monday on Twitter, of course, drroto.com. Check out my sit start this week. I hope that that thing is still somewhat accurate with all the COVID protocols <laughs> right. we got going on. So we'll see where that ends up. And then catch us just here in a little while. We'll be doing the consistently cash and pod. Bob will be helping me make the ever, ever famous Voltron lineup for the week. And then we'll have the article up for you over at drroto.com. I have four different lineups you can choose from and a couple of uh, core guys in each position to build your cash game lineup around based on that ever important consistency. Absolutely. And as always, you can find me at Bob underscore Lung. Dr. Roto, the consistency report article and information is there and live uh, for you to go see. Uh, Make sure you check that out there to help you through your playoffs. Glad you joined us again this week. Uh, For Ron, I'm Bob Lung. Once again, everybody have a great week. Take care. God bless. We'll talk to you. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.